Culture Report. This is Hypebeast Radio. I'm your host, Majorelle Stinney, here with my co-host, Kevin Wong. What and up? we're sitting here with Alayli May. Woo! What's good? Hey! hey. Awesome. So how's it going, Alayli? <laughs> um, it's good. It's good. Um, here in Miami right now at Art mm-hmm. Basel. So uh, it's lit. I'm always down to see some good, you know, artists out here. And always, like, link and build with the friends. Cool. So, like, in current events, like, um, how was it releasing your first Air Jordan? Jumping right in. Ooh. Jumping right in. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yo, honestly, that was so crazy. I feel like I spent like the whole month like just like, oh my gosh, I have my own Jordan, you know? And then to the day before, it's like 2 p.m. and somebody comes up to the pop-up and is like, so can we start camping out? And I was just like, I don't, you know, it's not like I expect the most, but I don't know what to expect because I've never released a shoe before. I've never released product, you know? Mm -hmm. So like my first collaboration and then for it to be with Jordan and it to be my favorite silhouette and you know, in my city and like in dedication to like the Sloss and Swap Me where I used to buy my Jordans. So everything is just like a dream. Like I'm still like trying to, I guess take it all in, you know, but um definitely blessed. Yeah, so like describe like the setting of the pop-up space because we saw yeah. photos, but it was definitely a vibe there. Yo, it yeah. was so crazy. Like I told people to pull up and these are like people I used to go to middle school with. Yeah. The dude that I had DJing the function was basically like back in the day in like Baldwin Hills, Crenshaw area. He used to DJ all the functions yeah. and like he used to play nothing but YG because YG, you know, even a long time ago was like pop and and he was like the sound to the function. So I was like, I have to have him yeah. like DJ my party, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. then we had Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles catered. Um, we had Randy's Donuts for the line in the morning. Um, so I really wanted people because like I always tell people like People from the hood, they're just like, oh, we see that every day. But, like, you have to think, like, in fashion, in street culture, mm-hmm. like, sometimes that's non-existent where you go places. People don't know about the Sloss and Swap Meet. People don't know about, like, Crenshaw. They've never seen Boys in the Hood or yeah. Minister Society, you know. And, like, this is that culture literally brought to La Brea. But, like, you're putting it in an area where you're bringing in all different types of people to see like, what is this like? Um, So it was literally, you know, paying homage to the Sloss and Swap Me. And we had Jordans like wrapped in Saran wrap, well my Jordans, you know? (laughs) And um, yeah, Roscoe's, we even had like the cash wrap, you know, decked out in like all the jewelry that you see at the Sloss and Swap Meet and like t-shirts, NWA and, it was crazy. Snoop Dogg's dad came through, okay? Uh-huh. And Snoop Dogg's cousins came through. Yeah. And, like, for them to pull up, I'm like, yo, you're the dude that gave him the juice. Like, <laughs> you know? And he's just like, congratulations, baby girl. And I'm just like, yo, this is so crazy. I guess, like, the the best feeling is, like, to have your hood, like, mm-hmm. really fuck with you. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I think that's even better than just, like, oh, you're just put on this platform now, but, like, to actually, like, go back to your neighborhood and be, like, a hero, you know? Like, that's what's lit. So It's kind of like that that local pride, too, and and then kind of bringing this to a larger scale. Because Jordans, I mean, that's, like, that's the entire world, you know what I mean? That's not just... like, we we know, like, kids sleep outside for these. Like, you know, (laughs) people kill for these, so... 
you know, just have to have some like the staple and just get, you know, the nod from Georgia. Like, hey, you know, it's <laughs> like we made it. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 And a lot of those inspirations that you discussed, like those made it onto the sneaker, too. Yeah. So the sneaker has a corduroy. So got it from the house slipper. Um, my dad used to buy at the Slauson Swap Me, and then the satin and Chanel swoosh. It's basically from like vintage starter jackets. So like when you think of LA, you think of like people wearing Raiders starters or Kings, um, you know, even Dodgers too. But um, I wanted to like kind of put all of that into one shoe. And me and Frank Cooker from Jordan Brand, we you know, we're like. We were sitting in Portland. He's like, so what you want to do? And I was like, corduroy. And then he was like, all right, all right. He was like, look, I'm down to get, you know, crazy with it. And, um, yeah, I was like, my first collaboration, like, I just wanted to be a dedication to my city. Like, thank you. We got this, you know, because I feel like a lot of people don't look at L.A. as like a fashion scene. But, you know, we definitely got some staples, you know, so just wanted to capitalize on that. How much do you think, like, you know, um, the fashion scene in L.A. has changed, like, throughout the years? Man, honestly, even the past two years, the past three or four or five years, like, you can look at somewhere like downtown L.A., and it's like, people are moving there. Like, being from L.A., you never hear of somebody living downtown. Mm. And then now to hear so many things, even, like, Acne Studios is down there, just, like, it's honestly becoming, like, a mini New York, you know, and... I feel like it's also helping to change the scene, you know, then you have like West Hollywood with the H. Lorenzo's and, you know, Maxfield's and I just feel like fashion does exist there. I think because it's just so big and you have to drive everywhere, right. it's a little harder to see like what's the crowd. It's not like you go to Soho and then there's a bunch of kids and yeah. you're like, okay, this is a scene, right. you know? Um, it's a little, it involves a little bit more discovery, but it's definitely there. I mean, even if you look at like runways taking place there now, they did St. Laurent, you know, Louis Vuitton. Honestly, we have the space to do all of these things, but you know, just it's, it's slowly coming, but I feel like the progression within the past year have like boosted, you know? Yeah. So. And being on like, you know, the forefront of fashion, what do you think would be like that next step is going that's going to help them be more so in the spotlight for fashion being considered a fashion city um i mean we have a lot of people that are actually from california that you know are successful in making their own clothing for example rick owens i know he did something a long time ago but i feel like if he did something now Mm -hmm. like you know it's kind of like reclaiming your city you know so we i feel like we just need people like that and um you know but it's coming and i feel like i call it the california gold rush because everybody's moving to la my thing i was living in chicago and then i was gonna move to new york and i was like you know i'm gonna move back to la let me claim my city real quick you know and when I moved back, then all of a sudden everybody else started moving. So yeah. I was like, I really don't have to go anywhere if all you guys are going to come here, you know. And if I can dip to New York, but I can come home and still, you know, be at home. So, yeah. For sure. And kind of like, you know, going back to a little bit, getting to now having your, you know, signature Jordan. What are some of the steps, I guess, that you can, you know, maybe for people that don't know as much about your story or whatnot that th- you think got you to this point? Yeah. Um, honestly, what got me to 
this point is just like sticking to like being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. I've like, as a young girl, I've had so many other, you know, older women and, you know, just even like your family, you know, they make fun of you like, girl, you always dress like a boy. Why don't you put on your dress? Mm -hmm. You know, and for me, it's like, nah, (laughs) I don't like to do that. Or I had people like my uncle G that would be like, well, she don't want to wear a dress, so she ain't going to wear a dress. You know, she going to wear these Jordans I just bought her. Like, literally, my mom used to buy me clothes, and then I'd come over to my grandmother's house, and my uncle would see what I was wearing. He'd take me to the mall. He'll throw those clothes away, and he'll buy me a whole new fit with Jordans, like (laughs) everything, you know. Um, So I feel like, I guess it's like always surrounding yourself around people that are going to support who you are too, you know, having good friends and stuff and, you know, any anybody or anything that supports you being true to yourself. I think you should just always have in your circle. So, you know, that's going to naturally flourish like opportunities to come towards your way and things that are I kind of more like a if it's meant to be is meant to be or trust your intuition type person. So I mean, shit, it's always worked. So, uh, shout out. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, take take us back to like your initial discovery of like streetwear and stuff like that. Like, what was what got you into streetwear? And then, like, what was your, like your initial thought? Like, wow, there's like this whole community and stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, back in the day, like my dad, he's actually like from the hood, but he used to like surf with like you know the surfers in Malibu and Palisades and stuff, and he used to wear Stussy. Um but he's always wear dickies. So it's just like, I feel like when you're born in California, there's so many places that you can go and there's so many different types of like other like subcultures that exist that you are naturally like, I like this and I like this and I like, you know, it's never like, there's just one thing. Um, but I feel like that's kind of like introed me into what streetwear, I guess I didn't really know the name for it. Right. You know, before it really, because yeah. I was I was in Catholic school trying to download the babe site. We was all like in the <laughs> computer lab trying to download the babe site, you know, yeah. and like, is it working on yours? You know, <laughs> just to see what this is, because, you know, we only had like Lil Wayne, Pharrell, mm-hmm. you know, they were the influencers and, you know, whatever they wore. We were like, what are they, you know, Pharrell for sure. When I saw Pharrell and when I like listened to In My Mind and like NERD and you know, even yay, like wearing, you know, the Louis Vuitton Don with the polo. It was just like, oh, my gosh, that's so revolutionary. You can mix both, you yeah. know, because <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you only know it for like black and white. Right. And like it's kind of like shows you that like a gray area does exist, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I like started bridging like high end with streetwear is really when I saw like Migo and Pharrell and. I don't know. I just thought of like outer space, but I just connected with it so much that I was like, what is this? And then that's when I was on, what's that? Karmaloop.com, you yeah. know, looking up famous stars <laughs> and straps. I was looking up yeah. Dying Peace, Married to the Mob, you know, Stussy was on there too. You know, these are just like all types of like brands that existed on Karmaloop. Karmaloop was like the For me and my homies, it was the dopest shit. Like, aside from wearing, like, jerseys, you know, that you got from, like, Foot Locker and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's kind of, like, where the loves came from. Like, really just, like, because we're, like, the first kids to 
I guess not have internet and then have internet, you know? So it's like this whole discovery when you're discovering the internet and you're discovering who you are, then you just start Googling shit, you know? So I guess it was just out of curiosity, but I was already in it, yeah. you know? So was, I guess streetwear is kind of just like putting a name on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, being, being a woman and being in streetwear, like, has, what were some of like the things that you had to overcome, like getting into streetwear and like, you know, legitimizing yourself? Yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of always came naturally. Like, I was working, you know, I started working at American Apparel, and I was like, I want to be on a pair of socks. Yeah. That's my dream, American Apparel, you know? And then after that, um, I was living in Chicago, and then I wanted to work at Louis Vuitton because I wanted, like, this high-end luxe experience. What is luxury, you know? And there they taught you the training that like it's more than just a brand or something that's really expensive it's a lifestyle you know and then after that I walked into RSVP gallery and that's when I was just like this is home <laughs> you know I was like this is me all in a space and like the people who work here are literally just like me so when Don offered me the job, him and Kristen, then I was just like, I got to do it. I was like, look, I go to school full time. I work at Louis Vuitton full time. I'm off one or two days. And he was like, you just work here on your days off. I was like, cool. You know, and then after that, I actually ended up quitting Louis Vuitton because I was like, I want to be somewhere where I want to be. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like a whole culture exists and we're like creating it, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be here. You know, so yeah. What were some of the things at RSVP that you learned that you later applied on? Man, I mean, I guess it was, you know, looking at our culture as luxury too, because I feel like, you know, people get mad at resellers and, you know, all these other things. But like, think about Chanel, right? For example, Chanel is a crazy high end brand, you know, it's like the god. Mm -hmm. But you know, people still sell Chanel on eBay. So, like, you got to think of, like, think of resellers as, like, it's kind of showing that streetwear is luxury, you know, in a way. Like, you, you just got to, obviously, some people just go overboard with the reselling things. Yeah. But, like, to some extent, it is, like, still true to, like, making streetwear what it is, you know. Um, so, I feel like all these things, like, need to exist at the same time. And, like... Streetwear, that's what I learned. Like, streetwear is luxury, like, and it's a lifestyle. And I don't think it's a name that we chose for ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? It's just yeah. something that we all looked at each other. Like, mind you, all my best friends, mostly I met them on Tumblr, mm -hmm. you know? Like, because I went to your page and you was reblogging the same Nego photos yeah. I was reblogging, <laughs> like, with the same chains that Pharrell had mm -hmm. and the same, you know, even like, you know my all my friends like easy and travis and all of them like it's because we just all grew up in this same space and then somebody you know we gotta we gotta categorize things at the end of the day you right. know for the corporate world we gotta capital you know so that's what it is yeah how did you go from rsvp then to like styling um actually so i was at rsvp i was like the in-house model you know we was doing everything we was working the instagram we was you know we had hella jobs and then um styling i actually was like home for a couple weeks like i think like winter break or something and um i was at 424 
Um, he's like my big brother. And the homie walks in and he's just like, oh, I need somebody to sell Kendrick for Jimmy Kimmel. They're like, oh, lately could do it. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, and then <laughs> it was like that. Just, <laughs> just like that. It was literally yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, what's up? You know, so it was literally just like that. And I felt like with working at Louis Vuitton, I already had like experience styling because, you know, people would come with all they cash, but it's like, it's crazy because as much money as you may have, you still want to look cool. Like at the end of the day, everybody want to be cool, right. you know, and like, People want to know what's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I was like trying to tell people, you know, my Louis Vuitton clients, I was like, look, let me take you to Barney's. Let me show you this Balmain over here. You know, they like, what's Balmain? I'm like, look, you yeah. know, this is Givenchy. Like, just trying to like educate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how it like started. And then from there, it just went up. Yeah. <laughs> so um aside from like Kendrick Lamar like who else have you done styling for? Um with Yachty the funnest funnest. Um did some uh editorials like 21 Savage and Playboy Cardi, Jaden Smith. Mm -hmm. So mostly men. Yeah. Um I don't know, it's like I'm my style is mixing men's and women's high end and street. Yeah. Um I'm just like, look, whatever looks the freshest. Yeah. If I see a piece and I'm like, yo, that's fire, no matter if it's a male piece or a women's piece, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just like, I'm just going to flex. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah. yeah. How is it styling, like, you know, men? Because it's like they're coming to you, they're like, we love your style, but your style is like very, like, menswear influenced. Yeah. So, like, how is it that switching on, like, the hats and being like, all right, you're going to wear this? Um, I mean, honestly, I think being a stylist is also, like, being able to cater to a person and like they have to learn how to trust you yeah. so like i think the approach is like the best you know i'm more of like yo it's good you know and most of the people that i've styled i've met through friends yeah. which is great um or yachty he actually hit me up <laughs> He's like, I need you to style me the queen of this swag shit. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and, yeah, I, it always naturally happens, I think, because, like, the scene that we're in, you know, it's just all natural. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. What were some of, like, your favorite moments styling some of, like, you know, the musicians that you've worked with? Um, re well, recently, Jaden, mm -hmm. um, when I styled him, uh, I put him in my friends and family, Jordan Sixes. Yeah. And at first I was like, I mean, I've never seen Jaden in a pair of Jordans, but that may work. Right. Um, and then when I brought it to him, he was like, oh my gosh, these are so fresh. And I didn't tell him anything about him. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I've never worn Jordans before. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was like, wait, so his first pair of Jordans are going to be like, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, you know, like, your Will Smith's kid, which also used to be Fresh Prince, which also he used to go ham with the Jays. And, yeah. you know, just kind of like bringing back all these like childhood memories and then seeing Jaden. And then it was crazy because he was like dancing and doing all types of, you know, like crazy karate kid moves when he when <laughs> Kenneth Capella was like shooting him. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is like me and my friend are looking. We're like, this is crazy right here. Like 
And even at ComplexCon, um, my photographer was like, yo, so I'm editing the video. And he was like, last year you had on a pair of like sample J's that Frank gave you. Mm-hmm. He was like, this year you walked in with your own. And I was yeah. like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like I just be like blown away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. shit's shit's cray. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you wear so many different like, you know, creative hats. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, that being said, like, you know, what... I I feel like the easiest way to generalize that is call it like, you know, an influencer. Like, what do you feel about the term influencer? Is that like the new word placeholder for like entrepreneur these days? You know, um, like around like Tumblr heavy days, people used to ask like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I just like doing what I do, whether that's styling, whether that's, you know, blogging or whatever. Um, And I couldn't put a name to it. And then when I started getting these jobs, like, it'll say up underneath influencer and I was like at first like you know I don't know I'm like half and half I'm like okay that's the title for it but it's still kind of lame because I don't want to walk around and say I'm an influencer Mm -hmm. like I influence all y'all like you know it's like all right sit down be humble (laughs) (laughs) um but uh you know like I I call myself a style consultant because that's like whether I'm modeling or whether I'm styling or, you know, styling myself because I get hired a lot to style myself. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a separate fee? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's it's kind of, yeah, it's I just say a style consultant because I think that's just more like, you know, and then I get hired to be myself, which i guess would be called an influencer i guess so um i mean you so you've progressed so much and you've gotten to the point where you have your own jordan do you have like any other aspirations on top of that to like still be within footwear be within fashion yeah um yeah (laughs) coming soon no (laughs) stay tuned you know just you know follow me on the ground no (laughs) um honestly like four years ago um someone told me write down you know a list of the things that you want and it could sound completely crazy you know Mm -hmm. and one of the things i wrote down was a jordan one so like yeah that (laughs) i'm like what you know keep coming back to that list and i guess it's just trying to put things into fruition i'm like however we get there we're gonna get there um but i do have this idea, I guess, it's kind of like influencer. I didn't know until I was actually doing it and somebody gave me the name. So like for this next step, you know, I guess our generation is just known for doing a lot of things. Like you can be a photographer and also a you know, stylist and a blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I guess there's no name for it, but it's, it's, it's gonna be cool. And with the Jordan, it does put you into like, you know, a whole new space as far as like, you yeah. know, being especially being like, you know, a woman and a female, like, you know, representative street culture. Yeah. Like, you know, what how does that like impact the way that you move now like that you're amongst the short list? Mm. It's like, you know, Vashti. There's only like uh, Emily Oberg. There's so many that you can only name like on a handful. So it's like now that you're there, like, like, what is your mindset? Yeah. Is there a responsibility kind of thing or um, I think. I mean, I feel like with anything, there always comes a responsibility, but I feel like my responsibility is more to just like unite other girls that are just like me. Um, So I feel like that's like my main thing is just to like make sure that like 
there's a space for women to exist in this and even outside of it, you know, because, um, you know, fem feminism isn't just a movement, you know, and it's always been around. But I feel like these recent years, even like women like Cardi B and, yes, yeah. you know, uh, people are starting to pay attention more. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just think that, you know, gang, gang, yeah. <laughs> you know, so mm -hmm. just trying to bring girls together and mm -hmm. just see like, hey, you can do both. You can wear heels, you can wear sneakers, you can look fresh in men's clothes, women's clothes, however you feel, you know, so being comfortable, because I guess, I, you know, you guys may not know, but like for women, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of things that you're like, what type of girl am I? What am I? Am I over here? Am I over there? Like, how do I exist in this space? Who am I? You know? And yeah. so just saying that, like, you can just exist in your own space. You think it's about time that, you know, the, the woman's narrative is just as big as the male's men's narrative in streetwear? Um, I don't think we're as big yet, but it's definitely like a huge conversation conversation now and um it's only gonna get bigger so at some point you know it's gonna be just the same you know so um a good way that we like to like you know in our podcast is that if you were to go back in time and then talk to yourself when you're at your younger ages when you're most pre like you Jordan. know <laughs> pre-jordan pre-jordan and you were to give that a lately like you know some words of advice and stuff for now what yeah would that be? um you know, it would probably be, look, stop worrying, you know, you're good, stay confident, you know, swag it out, <laughs> do your thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's gonna, you're gonna have like great support system. So I, I guess, you know, just don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all gonna come together and it's all gonna come to fruition. All you gotta do is just not give up and like, don't accept defeat you know yeah sure so just keep pushing do you think like the key to success is really just staying persistent yeah honestly as look as long as you're fighting you're winning mm -hmm. you know the moment that you give up the battle is a moment that you literally just accepted defeat so like you got to keep got to keep pushing you know and um there's like this quote that i really love and uh, it's by my mentor daisaku ikeda and He's just like, when you encounter a wall, know that like encountering wall, a wall is proof of the progress you've made. Mm -hmm. Rather than becoming discouraged, know that there's a wide expanse on the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we be in this maze and you be like, okay, this is a way. And then you come into a wall and you're like, fuck, yeah. you know, but like, just know, like, you look at the wall, evaluate it, see how we can break it down or move past or if there's something that opens the wall, you know? So um, yeah, just keep pushing. Nice. That's a good one. Sweet. Good one. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for sitting down. Yeah. Hey. Look. <laughs>